Welcome to the program. Let me tell you about American Financing. American Financing right now will make sure that you are set for your financial future. They can roll up their sleeves and go to work for a plan designed for you and with you. They work for you. They don't work for the banks. So they try to help people as much as they can to save them hundreds, if not $1,000 every month. Can you imagine saving three, $400 every month? You can do it just by calling American Financing. I mean, well, there's more than just calling them, but you, you do, you, the first step is to call them and just spend 10 minutes with them and tell them your financial situation. They'll tell you if there's options that they can help you with. 800-906-2440. Family-owned and operated. AmericanFinancing.net. say that we wanted to destroy America, okay? And we all got together and we said, okay, we only have a couple of days to come up with a plan. Do you think if we set out with the intent to destroy America, we could come up with a better plan than this administration is executing right now? I don't think so. I think we could say we've got 10 years to figure out how to destroy America and we still couldn't come up with a better plan than the one that is being executed right now by this White House. I'll go over some of the highlights here and fill you in on Afghanistan as well in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, yes. Our sponsor this half hour is Blinds.com. So your guest walks into your house, and the moment he or she steps in, the first compliment is about the window treatments. How really everything in the house is just come together. Does that sound like an experience you would like? I know I would. So here's the thing. Go to Blinds.com. I have. My wife and I have used Blinds.com several times uh, when we need window treatments for the house. And the experience has always been great. But I, I will tell you, we use the, uh, one of their, um, their interior designers. And you think, okay, how are you going to be able to do this? You're not in the house. We're only showing you pictures of the house. This interior designer, because uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm artsy-fartsy. And yes, uh, I do have an opinion or two on what the house should look like and what the shades and shutters and everything else in the house should look like. And so I make myself very clear. And I said to my wife, she doesn't. Uh, she said she's sending us fabric. She's, she's sending us the wrong fabric. I mean, I looked at it. It's not going to be right. And my wife said, well, why don't we wait until to see it? Okay, well, we'll wait, but we're wasting time because it's not going to be right. We should get her back on the phone and have her say. It was perfect. I mean, I have no idea how this woman did it just from our description and some pictures, but it was perfect. That's the kind of service you get from Blinds.com. Blinds.com, save up to 35% off everything now. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Blinds.com. 
May I just quote Robert Gates? Now, Robert Gates was Barack Obama's defense secretary. Quote, Joe Biden has been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm not fooling around, folks. He actually said that. He's been wrong on nearly every foreign major policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Biden opposed the Persian Gulf War. He later reversed the decision, saying George H.W. Bush should have gone all the way to Baghdad. So first he was like, we shouldn't be fighting. And then when we didn't go to Baghdad, he's like, we should have given him hell all the way to Baghdad. He supported the Iraq War before opposing the Iraq War. Um, and then he also wanted to partition Iraq into three countries. I remember that. That was part of his 2008 campaign. It was mm-hmm. a big, that was yeah. his big foreign policy yeah. plank. He was going to divide it into three countries. Yeah. What, was he going to build a wall? I doubt it. Yeah, of course work, not. Obviously. Uh, as vice president, he opposed the raid that killed Osama bin Laden. Remember, it was the hardest decision president as president has made in over 250 years. It was 500 years. 500 years. Yes. Well, you know what? We've only had a president for about what? 240 some. Mm. Uh, I, I'm just pointing out hadn't been a president in 500 years, but it was the toughest decision. And he his decision was don't kill Osama bin Laden. Don't do it. Which brings us now to Afghanistan. It was about a month ago, cut one, when uh, Biden said this. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. Is it, can you please clarify what they have told you about whether that will happen or not? That is not true. They did not, they didn't, did not reach that conclusion. So what is the level of confidence that they have that it will not collapse? <laughs> the Afghan government mm-hmm. And leadership has to come together. Mm-hmm. They, they clearly come together. have the capacity. They have it to they sustain it. the government they in place. They can do it. The question now, is: Will they? Will they generate will the kind of cohesion do to do it? Okay, but they're gonna do it because they're well equipped. They can do it. They're gonna do it. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be fine. It was a very difficult decision. The probably the the hardest decision. Uh, in the last 750 years that any president has had to make. Um, But uh, they have the ability to do it. The question is, will they? Now, this weekend, of course, he hasn't had a press conference. He's nowhere to be found, uh, which is weird. Um, I think he's finding himself, you know. Do we have a president right now? Do, is there one around? Do we have one? I mean, yeah, I, he's, he's finding so himself. bad at this. I don't know that I want no, him around. No, he's talking more. But he's finding himself. He's, he's walking around himself. right now, going, "Who am I? Uh, where am I? Uh, 
Where am I? There's someone in the building. That's a mirror, sir. That's, that's where we are with this guy. Oh, I just got to get my shotgun and just fire a couple of rounds through the door. Uh, anyway, um, he is. He was saying that they. The question is, will they do it? Well, we don't want to blame the Afghani's. So, <laughs> who does the Secretary of State Blinken? blame for what's happening now in Afghanistan. Cut nine. Does President Biden not bear the blame for this disastrous exit from Afghanistan? How dare you? Uh, Jake, we've seen two things. First, uh, we've known all along, uh, we've said all along, including the president, that the Taliban was at its greatest position of strength uh, at any time since 2001, when it was last in charge of the country, that is the Taliban uh, that we inherited, uh, and so we saw we inherited very much capable of going on the offensive uh, and uh, beginning to take uh, back the country. But at the same time, we had invested over four administrations, billions of dollars, uh, along with the international community, in the Afghan security and defense forces, uh, building a modern military uh, with the most sophisticated equipment, 300,000 forces strong with an air force that the Taliban didn't have. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, uh, we've seen that that force has been unable to defend the country. And that has happened more quickly than we anticipated. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So they inherited this problem. They inherited it, uh, which is weird because in July, cut to Joe Biden said this. I made a commitment that when I made a mistake, I'd tell you, and I've made mistakes. And when I think I got it right, I'll say it. But I'll take responsibility for He's what I do and say. He's going to take responsibility. Somehow or another, I don't think he's going to take responsibility of this. Now, so you know, some people might be thinking, they just let the prisons wide open. The Taliban has a problem with America. Um, Al-Qaeda is Back to the labs, kids. They've released all of these bad guys, and they're coming after us September 11th. September 11th. The 20th anniversary of September 11th is right around the corner. But don't worry, kids. DHS is on the case. Cut 19. Department of Homeland Security. A new terror alert has been issued by Homeland Security tonight. Pete Williams is here. Pete, what do we know about this? Well, DHS says this new terrorism advisory is not based on any actual threats or plots, but it says there's a rise in anti-government rhetoric. Some Ah. of it is opposition to COVID public health rules like mask and vaccine measures. Some calls for violent action are based on claims of election fraud or a belief that Donald Trump can be reinstated. And DHS says the coming 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks and religious holidays later this year could be catalysts for violence. The last terror advisory was issued in May. Stop just a second. So I want to make sure I have this right. People who are angry about masks and covid's are a terror threat. This last one expired over the weekend. The last terror threat, you know, January 6th. We were worried about those guys. Um, that one just expired, but they replaced it immediately with a new one that people are angry about masks and vaccinations and the domestic terror threat. We don't have any information on anything, 
But we think that could happen. And, of course, election fraud. People are still upset about that. Can you believe those crazy people? Um, they're just bad people. They're killing your grandmother, you know. They're just so such horrible people. We have to silence them some way or another. But they're, for some unknown reason, angry. And they might uh, do something. And, of course, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and some upcoming religious holidays. Oh, religious holidays. Oh, maybe he's talking about Christmas. Is, he t- is that the religious holiday we're worried about? Christmas? Religious holidays? Hmm. So don't worry, because our government and DHS is on it. By the way, West Point is now teaching Marxism. West Point is now teaching Marxism and CRT. So if you want your kids to, you know, be able to be in the strongest army ever, you send them to West Point because they'll learn about social inequality. Another class is on military leadership, leading inclusive teams and the politics of race, gender, sexuality and diversity. Now, why, why would our Pentagon be making stupid moves like they're making in Afghanistan? I can't imagine. But let's focus on the successes. Right now, consumer sentiment plunged to its lowest level since 2011 amid fears that the Delta variant will add to the negative economic effects of COVID-19. The University of Michigan Index of Consumer Sentiment plummeted to 70.2 in early August from its level of 81.2 in July. This is according to an update that has just been released. The drop represents a 13.5% decline and was way off from consensus expectations from experts in fact even during the height of the pandemic in spring of 2020 consumer confidence was not this low but don't worry we've got everything under control yeah there's a little inflation i mean energy is only up 41 percent year over year but that's just transitory. Don't worry about it. You know, so is your money. You know, it's transitory. It's not going to be around forever. By the way, uh, an update in Joe Biden's America today. Inmate freed under covid release has now been charged with committing murder after being let out. Not sure if that counts as a covid death, but I'm guessing it probably will. Uh, Good news for the American people. Biden administration has prompted uh, the largest permanent increase in food stamps. Yes, that's right. Because we care about people. The Biden administration has revised the nutrition standards of the food stamp program and has prompted now the largest permanent increase to benefits in the program's history. Let me say that again. The largest permanent increase, permanent increase to benefits in the program's history. Now, they did this because they looked at those nutrition standards and said, you know, I don't think there's enough nutrition going into these food stamp programs. We, this is not enough to be able to have 
the right nutrition. And so they just changed the standards. They didn't mean to raise the prices and give people more money. They didn't want to do it. They fought against it, I'm sure. But now it's a permanent increase, the largest permanent increase. Of course, Cuba, pay no attention to those people that are still struggling for their uh, freedom. Uh, Hunter Biden's prostitution video. Don't worry. U.S. intelligence isn't doing anything, but they're but that's because they're concentrating on the upcoming religious holidays. You never know what holidays those might be, but it could happen. So please be careful. People who don't want to wear masks could blow us all up very soon. I don't know about you, but sorry, just quoting Joe Biden. I am so glad he's the president of the United States. Uh, anybody regret their decision to vote for him? I would love to open up the phones today to anyone who voted for Joe Biden. Are you willing to admit it today? Yeah, that's right. I don't want to give the money. Let me tell you about rec tech. But I got a rec tech in my rec room. And uh, in my rec room, I put uh, rec tech smoker and griller in there. And my lovely wife, Jill, she came down. She's like, what the hell are you doing? You can't put a smoker in the rec room in the basement. And I said, oh, lovely wife, Jill, I want to make out with you so much. And so we started making out and, and having geriatric sex. And then... Uh, suddenly I realized it's not my lovely wife Jill and I thought it's my it's my lovely wife Jill's sister and then I realized no oh my god it's the dog but I've got a rec tech rec tech R-E-C T M and M L P dot which i think is the period and then you have to spell out don't spell out dot and then com and that's com let me help you out on that that's r-e-c-t-e-q dot com r-e-c-t-e-q dot com 10 seconds station id So I have our uh, chief researcher, Jason Batrill, in with us. And honestly, I have, I've worked, Jason, how long have we worked together? Eight years? Eight, ten years. Eight, ten years. I've never seen you like this. I've seen you upset about things. Um, I've seen you uh, uncover things and you come into my office and you're like, you are not going to believe it. But I've never seen you this personally uh, affected by something in the news and i thought about you and the 200 i believe it's 200 400 uh, 2446 people that died and 20,666 that were injured in afghanistan and how they must be feeling today 
those those numbers have pissed me off for a long time in Afghanistan. And uh, well, my hope was is that they would never just become numbers and statistics. Uh, that it would have been for something. And uh, overnight, literally, uh, well, I guess it was two days. Uh, that was about it, 48 hours, and uh, it was reduced to nothing. I, I, I've never felt that big of a gut punch, I think, in my life, really. All of that, um, it's, it's almost like this party is the party of chaos. It really is. We're seeing it at home. We're no. seeing it abroad. The, the Secretary Blinken, that clip you played earlier, where he was like, we inherited this. Really? Did you inherit it for the eight years you were in power, still pursuing similar things? We saw it in Iraq. They, Obama and Secretary Blinken was a part of that apparatus. Pulled troops out too early with no real plan. Screw it. They wanted a political statement, whatever. ISIS is born. Runs rampant across the country, the caliphate. Um, we're seeing it now. You're seeing the beginning of another caliphate. Sharia law is coming to Afghanistan. No. It's coming. They said they're not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Provide goods and services like yeah. the New York Times. Those goods and services are, sure, uh, someone steals some bread from your shop. We'll be there to service that guy's hand right off. We tried. We tried. We tried everything we could. And the only thing that worked was cutting people's hands off. We tried. We didn't want to. <laughs> that that mayor that you were talking about that was, you know, that seemed like the New York Times was just propping up and was such a great guy. Well, the New York Times did find the best soft spots of Stalin in the day, too. So you can understand. That's true. Well, um, you know, the government officials know exactly what's going to happen. The Afghanistan president, he knew exactly what was going to happen. He took off because one week before September 11th, the leader of the opposition in uh, in Afghanistan at the time was assassinated. That was seven days about right before 9-11. Um, yeah, all opposition will be crushed and uh, Sharia law is coming. As far The only question now is how big the caliphate will get. So have you talked to any of your friends? I'd love to open up the phones. Again, wide open for anybody who voted for Joe Biden. Don't worry. 12 million people listening right now. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Can we find one? that will admit to voting for Joe Biden today. Uh, phone line is wide open, 888-727-BECK. But I'd also like to hear from, from former soldiers that were in Afghanistan. What does all of this mean to you today? 888-727-BECK. Call us now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Army matey. Army matey. I'm a pirate, so that makes me the perfect fellow to talk about getting all your stuff stolen. You know what I'm saying? And when I take your booty... Wait a minute. Booty, I'm not taking booty. Anyway, I do it right up in your face at gunpoint. And I, I might shoot you... Just just because I want to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm arr, a pirate. I'm only doing this because if you happen to be watching the Blaze TV, um, because I've had some cancer surgery, I have the most attractive scar on my face. Uh, I think it is beautiful. I think it's beautiful. And I think it's what I'm going to be known for now. And I just love it. Anyway, uh, let me tell you about uh, being robbed. Not at gunpoint. Not like a pirate. Uh, you don't know who these people are. It's cyber criminals, and they're counting on you doing nothing. That's why I highly recommend you go to lifelock.com right now. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. Protect yourself. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Promo code BECK.
And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. I mean, you get to see the scar. It's beautiful. Uh, you got to sign up now. Isn't it better? It's, it's getting uh, into yeah, it. Nice. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Denise in New Jersey. Welcome to the show. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Uh, I... Hi. Uh, so I'm an Air Force veteran. I served in Kandahar Air Base during the Barack Obama years. And I wow. agree with Jason 100 percent. What we did over there, um, you know, they, first of all, we were working our tails off. We were trying to rebuild and the Taliban would come in and destroy everything that we tried to build. And the Obama administration had a complete disregard, just a complete disregard for everything that we tried to do. They and now the Joe Biden administration is doing the same thing. It's just unbelievable. It's heartbreaking. I cry for our men and women over there. I saw the coffins draped in our flags coming home. It was um, something that I will never forget. And um, I'm just I'm, I'm just torn up about this as a as a veteran, as a person who served in Afghanistan. Well, I'm 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 sorry to uh, to hear that. Um, do you think it would have been the same? They're blaming it on inheritance, or is this Joe Biden? No, this is this is definitely the administration. You know um, what Donald Trump tried to do was the right thing. He knew he knew that we needed to leave there. And even though I'm I'm a fan of Dan Crenshaw, I don't agree with us having to stay over there. I don't I agree. agree with it. We're just we're wasting resources. We're wasting human life. There, it's been how long now, and they still have not figured it out. We go to basic training for six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, whatever branch, and we get it. We figure it out. You know, we become soldiers. We become airmen. We become sailors. And yet they, with all the training and all the equipment and all the resources that we provide to them, they still can't figure it out. They don't know how to stand up for themselves and just fight against what they're trying to, um, you know, trying to, to fight against, you know, which is, which is, uh, which is a tyrannical type administration, you know, it's, uh, it's fascism. It's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, I'm at a loss for words right now because I'm so, so broken up about this. Denise, thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you did in Afghanistan. And, uh, gosh, sorry that it has ended this way. Let me go to Mickey in South uh, Carolina. Hello, Mickey. Hi, Glenn, thank you for taking my call. Yes, I want to admit that I made a mistake for voting for Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. What yeah. What was your thought at the time? My thought at the time was I'm an animal and wildlife advocate, and I was upset with what some of the choices that were being made by the administration regarding the protection of our land. And it, and that was my thought at the time. I thought that, that we would get relief from that and get good decisions out of the new administration. And then what has turned you to say, holy cow? Oh, my gosh. The schools. Everything that I've been hearing regarding what's being implemented in our education system is is heartbreaking my baby sister is a school teacher a retired one and um it's it's just i i don't have words for it, it it's unconscionable 
And how do you feel about Afghanistan today? That was the pin. That that's that that's my breaking point. That's what pr- prompted the call. I, really? So I, so maybe last week or the week before, you wouldn't have called and said you regretted your vote. I I wouldn't have. However, I was seriously thinking about it on a right. daily basis, and then that when I heard that. <laughs> wow. When I heard this, it just was, I, yeah, I, I regret I made a mistake. Well, we all make mistakes. That's, that's great. Um, Mickey, we all make mistakes. Um, thank you for being brave enough to recognize it. And, uh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your call. 888-727-BECK is the, um, is the phone number. It's uh, it's quite amazing what is happening in uh, in America right now, isn't it? It sure is, Glenn. Yes. I d- <laughs> look, I I understand how people I, look. I we've been critical on the air of 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 Trump's handling of the situation as well, but mm-hmm. it's nothing compared to what we're talking about here. I mean, the, oh, the, Trump that tr- Trump would it would not have no happened. Way. There's no way. <laughs> like, there's what, no way. There's no way Donald Trump would have allowed this to happen just for, because it would have pissed him off too much. Oh, uh, my gosh. Just the fact that if it started to go this way as we were withdrawing, he would have changed directions and made sure it did not go this yeah, way. Yeah, he might have said, I want everybody to grab a parachute. Your guys are you're parachuting out because I need not refuel. I'm going to load in the <laughs> sky. I'm going to load bombs into this plane. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it would have been rapid. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't it would not have happened. Honestly, let's be honest about it. There's no way they would have even tried this if he was president. They wouldn't have done it. Now, in six months, in a year, in two years, maybe abs- I think there's an excellent chance it would yep. have happened eventually. And honestly, but, that was part of the calculus going in. Look, you it you negotiated a deal with the Taliban. We all know how this is going to turn out, and I think people knew eventually they were going to be back in control of this country. There's no way it would have happened this way, though. They would have been terrified of what Donald Trump would have done. He may have completely reversed and gone back in with 100,000 troops, frankly. Yeah, there's no way that the, the one thing you can always say about Donald Trump is, A, don't humiliate him. Don't, yeah, don't screw with don't him. Don't humiliate him. Uh, and don't humiliate the United States of America. If, if you are making him, the administration, and America look bad, he's going to correct that problem. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this is a problem, too, that like th- th- they knew about already. L- listen to this. this. Listen to this op- uh, op-ed. A group of religious warriors riding on captured American vil- military vehicles vanquish a U.S.-trained military which relinquishes much of its power without a fight. Sound familiar? That's what happened in Iraq as the U.S. withdrawal of troops from the country at the end of 2011. Within three years, it took three years, by the way, an army of ISIS fighters was only a few miles away from the gates of Baghdad, blah, blah, blah. It was uh, Vice President Joe Biden who had negotiated the Obama administration's drawdown from Iraq. The the, uh, headline is, Biden deserves blame for the debacle in Afghanistan. The place I'm reading this from is CNN.com. CNN.com. This is so historically catastrophic that even places like CNN are acknowledging how bad it was. This is a a guy who went through this himself, not that he can remember last week, but just a few years ago, went through this exact process. 
and saw the same damage. And like, think about this, Glenn. Like, we have we went through the Nazarene Fund was born. Uh, your uh, your idea, basically, on a charity that was going to help rescue people from the results of this guy's last catastrophic foray into international affairs. And here we are again. Now he's the president. Somehow he got elected on that record and is in office doing the same thing, except worse, in a place where we were for even longer. I put a call in this morning to... Um the head of operations for the Nazarene fund just to ask him, cause he knows the middle East. He lived in the middle East forever raised in the middle East. Uh, and, uh, just to ask him how, how can we do anything to help the women and children there? Can we help the women and the little girls that are now being taken by the Taliban? Can we help them? What are we going to do about it? Because, I mean, the people that we have left behind uh, with really all you had to do was wait until the winter. Just don't pull the troops out until January. At least would give them some time. It would give them six months to get their feet solid. Yeah. Uh, And we did nothing. We did nothing. We did nothing. Think about Glenn Beck when uh, Donald Trump is president, names uh, Brett Kavanaugh to be Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And women all over the country show mm-hmm. up to protest in their red cloaks yeah. of the Handmaid's Tale. Where what, are they today? What is happening in Afghanistan right now is literally the plot of the Handmaid's Tale. A, a, a theocratic regime comes in and takes women who were doctors and puts them into sexual servitude. That is the plot of The Handmaid's Tale. Joe Biden is overseeing it happening in a country that we could have done something about it in. And you and they don't care. care. No, they don't, they don't care. care. I don't see anybody out in their cloaks today. They don't care. This is this is the this is the thing that all Americans need to understand. When they talk about global warming, they don't mean it. They don't mean it. You might, they don't. It's a money-making scheme. That's it. It's a power grab. That's it. If you trust these people to actually care about the environment, then let me ask you, why is Joe Biden's son and him in bed with China? They're building coal plants every week. They're opening new coal plants. You think they care? Then why aren't they consistent on the biggest polluter on the planet, China? You think they care about women? Then why weren't they all up in arms on Cuomo? You think the press actually cares? Why aren't they all up in arms about Cuomo? Why aren't they all up in arms about one of the worst abusers and dirtbags and a guy who's getting money from China, Hunter Biden? Why don't they care? You imagine if that would have been a Trump kid that they had one lost laptop? He's got two lost laptops they don't care 
All of this is to keep us fighting with each other. All of this is to divide us. They're not running to the rescue. I don't see anyone, anyone on the left wringing their hands going, good God, what have we done? What are we going to do to help these women and children in Afghanistan? Oh, well. Meanwhile, our side, because I know I'm not alone. I reached out first thing this morning and said, what are we going to do with the Nazarene fund? How are we going to help? Because we can't just abandon these women and children. Oh, they care about revolutions. Oh, Facebook, Google, we, we really need to help and let the little people be heard. In the Middle East, yeah, yeah, they coordinated the Arab Spring. But as soon as the Cuba Spring happened, they shut it all down. Oh, I can't do anything. We are so helpless and power, uh, powerless. We at Google, we don't have the resources to help them get the Internet. Mm-mm. Gosh darn it, I wish we could. Hey, bird. I mean, it is crazy the lies and the deceit that the left has have used you think they care about the uh african-american community then why aren't they doing more outreach because the african-american community is the least likely to be vaccinated you see because they don't care about vaccinations all they care about is demonizing the republicans and white republicans so they can continue to have us fight one another instead of saying look okay we we have a problem over here the african-american community doesn't trust the government let's get into that community and all of us help because they don't care they're lying to you and i just don't know what it's going to take i mean you know, maybe someday they'll reveal themselves as just an evil union that doesn't actually care about the education of your children. But I don't know what they could do to convince you of that. I mean, they'd have to, I don't know, keep your school closed because they wanted to force your children into vaccines and to wear masks. Uh, but that's not even when you give them that, that's not enough. You know, they they want to renegotiate their contracts that have to include redistribution of wealth, not making it up, not a joke. It's not a joke, folks. Back in a minute. Well, if you're like most Americans, you probably spend a significant amount of your time thinking about how to make more money. Well, there is something you should do first before what other job can I get? What else can I do to make more money? Uh, that is, how can I save more money? It's good to be aware about how your financial house is holding up and to be sure the business of trying to make it more secure. Uh, there is something really good about that. It's incredibly unstable right now. And before you start thinking about what else can I do, 
shore up your financial house and make sure that you are not overpaying on your credit cards or your mortgage. You can save hundreds, if not $1,000 every month. That's better than getting a second job, isn't it? Over the last two decades, American financing has been helping people just like you find ways to have their finances work for them. They're locally family-owned and operated, and they can serve you coast-to-coast. American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Let me go to line. Uh, you know what? No, I'm I'm not going to start a conversation with somebody and then have to cut them short. I want to open up the phone lines to you. We have a lot of people this calling up with a lot of different points of view coming up. <laughs> 